If you want to get a better understanding of your NHS pension, then today's podcast is for you, as we announce the details of a special project that we've been working on jointly with NHS pensions. As you know, Menix Money is all about helping to educate you, our colleagues, to make better financial decisions. And this project is a culmination of something we've been working on for a long, long time behind the scenes. Now, some of the events have already passed and if you're not on our email list then you might have missed them because we sent out an email about it a few weeks ago. So easiest way to get on our email list and join 35,000 other doctors is to go to medicsmoney.co.uk forward slash ebook and just download the ebook. But there are still some events available for booking and there are going to be more events. So have a look at the links in the show notes and definitely get on our email list if you want to get the latest up to date news. Don't forget, if you find these podcasts useful, it would really help us if you could subscribe so that you don't miss any issues and leave us a rating and a review. And more importantly, if you know any colleagues that would benefit from this information, just tell them about it. And then if we all work together, we can hopefully overcome some of the challenges that the profession faces currently. Thanks for listening. The Medics Money podcast helps doctors, dentists and other professionals make better financial decisions. Hosted by myself, Dr. Tommy Perkins, a GP. And by me, Dr. Ed Cantelow, a GP, but also a chartered accountant and chartered tax advisor. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute any form of advice and tax allowances and rates are subject to change. So it's my pleasure to welcome Bernie Portsman to the podcast from NHS Pensions. Hi, Bernie. Hi, Tommy, and thank you for having me. No, thank you so much. So do you want to give yourself an intro about what you do at NHS Pensions and what we're going to talk about today? Yes, certainly. So some of the people who may be listening may recognise the voice because I'm one of the stakeholder engagement managers of the NHS Pension Scheme. So a lot of the time we've been travelling the country, doing events, training and things like that. So you may recognise the voice just from that alone. We've been working together for a while now. So the first kind of thing that we worked on is obviously at Medics Money, we've got all of the best specialist medical accountants and independent financial advisors. And what we thought was if we could get that expertise in a room together with your team's expertise, we can make some real progress. So I think I just cold emailed you and amazingly you came back. And so we've been doing that for about 18 months now. So do you want to just tell a bit about that? Because we've also got another pretty exciting project that you guys are going to bring out as well. Yeah, so as you mentioned there, we've built a really good working relationship between NHS pensions and your organisation. I was sort of the forefront of it, and then it's been passed over to my colleagues, Angie and Sap, who are the main experts in those areas. So we've sort of transitioned that over, had really good conversations, and anything that you fed back to us, we've developed on that directly from yourself. So an example of that was the independent provider financial advisor page that we got put up onto the website. And that was a lot of input from your members and your organization. So we can't help you enough for that. And thank you for that as well. Yeah, I think everybody knows that pensions are tricky at the moment. And so, you know, it's really refreshing to us to work together. And yeah, so it's basically your folder. And every three months I sit for a two hour pensions meeting with some of the best advisors and your team out there. And I understand a tiny amount, but not much, but that's good. So Medics Money is all about educating doctors to make better financial decisions. And so can we talk about the next project that you have developed? And you know, you've done this yourself, but we've given you some feedback and also some podcast listeners have given you feedback as well, because I'm really excited about this next project. 
you're not the only one. We're so excited about this ourselves. So following general feedback and looking at gaps of the areas of knowledge and things like that, that we've seen sort of across the pension scheme in general, we've realised that there's a lot of information is more garnered to other areas. So we wanted to focus in on GPs specifically, and that's all types of GPs as well. So we've actually created our brand new GP member events that are coming directly from the horse's mouth, for want of a better word, directly from NHS pensions. And we're there to provide presentations on key areas that we think will help yourselves as GPs, as well as having an open Q&A session as well at the end of each of the sessions. So the first session we're going to cover off is certificates, because we know there's that many certificates out there and depending on your role and things like that will determine what certificate you complete and when. The other one that is sort of my champion, this is one that I wrote, so this is my little baby, is a journey of a GP because following research and things like that, we know there's not a lot out there for GPs just starting out in their careers. So this is literally an end-to-end process, starting off as a GP registrar, working all your way through to retirement and sort of pointing you in the directions of if you do ad hoc work or locum work, where you need to go and what you need to find for that reporting information. And then finally, and I think this will be the more important one for anybody out there, is the retirement session. So the process that you guys need to follow for retirement. So at least then anybody can come to any of the sessions. They're all available for everybody. They're on our website. So you can just follow the link. We are doing them in the morning to start with. So if you can't attend them, don't worry because we are also recording them as well and they will be available on our website at a later date. So they'll be there for you to pick up and drop as and when you need it. Yeah, and I think we've tested these webinars out on some members of the Medics Money community and thank you to all of those that did that and fed back. And I was just saying before we started recording that it's really rare to get somebody to email you and say, you know, that was bang on. But we got several emails from people who went to those sessions who say that was bang on, like really good. And you said that somebody fed back to say, why didn't we get this earlier? Yeah, that's exactly right. We can't thank your members enough, the ones who contributed. It was a really good session because we think we know what we know and what you guys want to know. But having that instant feedback was really useful. And it did actually change some of the presentations slightly just to make it more suitable for your audience. So, but yeah, we can't thank you guys enough for that. It was really good development. And like I said, we're just going to progress that through and they are going to be on as regular as we can. Yeah, I told Bernie that doctors are flat out from like 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. So she needs to do them in the evenings. But we're working on that bit. We're trying. (laughs) I understand. And they are on replay, right? So that's massive. So if you can't make the lives, go on the replay. I've been to those webinars. They are excellent. And I'll put the link in the show notes. Is that the best way? Or have you got a URL? We will hopefully have the URL that I'll be able to send you through. So you can just access it via your information underneath okay great so yeah that was amazing to work together on that and you know like i said we just go feedback and told you exactly like you just said what you need to do but it's just about tailoring it to that and the questions and answer sessions are invaluable so hopefully that helps everyone to understand their nhs pension because you know we get taught very little about this and it is a massive part of our remuneration and understanding it and making the right decisions is becoming increasingly difficult because of all the complex legislative changes that are happening. I wondered if we should take a little step back now that we've talked about that and just talk about NHS pensions, what you do, what is your role in the process and how is that different from consultants and GPs? 
Okay, so that's a brilliant way to segue into that. I quite like that link. So NHS Pensions is actually part of a wider organisation, which is called the NHS Business Services Authority or the NHS BSA. And we're actually an arm's length body of the Department of Health and Social Care. So we're not a for-profit organisation or anything like that. We are literally linked to the Department of Health. They tell us the regulations and then we administer the NHS pension scheme centrally for the whole of England and Wales. If you're in Scotland or Northern Ireland, there's different organisations that do that. So we just focus on England and Wales. And what happens is everybody who's an employer, payroll providers, local administrators, they will process the pension information and monies for their people and then send it to us. And then that's where we hold everything for each individual member. And then that's where we also pay out just over a million pensioners now. We've just gone to that now every month. So we do everything literally from you joining the scheme right through to payments as well. Imagine there's a few more pensioners recently with everyone retiring, but let's move on over that one. And the process differs slightly for GPs. Can we talk about that? Because I think it's important to acknowledge who does what there. Yeah. So for us, all GPs in England are employed for pension purposes only by NHS England. And then they have an administrator who is called Primary Care Support England or PCSE. And they are the ones who send all the information to us. We've got anybody in Wales. It's your local health board who are responsible for all of that. And then they send it through to us. So like I said, we're sort of the central holder of everything. And there's a gatekeeper for you guys claiming your benefits from us. Yeah. Thought it would be important just to distinguish how PCSE fit into that jigsaw. And I'm also really honored that you liked my segue link into that because I didn't really plan to talk about this, but you just told me that you are a radio host. So thank you for that compliment. I want to know more about that. I mean, it's nothing to do with pensions, but I'm interested. Yeah. So my life is very varied. Pensions is actually my third career now. So believe it or not, I'm a classically trained ballerina by trade. Did that for 13 years. Then I became a sports therapist. Really do wish I'd have done physiotherapy and then I could have got into the scheme earlier. But hey-ho, that's how it works. And then on the side of that as well, as you mentioned, I co-host a metal rock radio show called Mosh Pit Mayhem, which is on Radio Northumberland. So, yeah. <laughs> this is amazing info. That's like three separate podcasts right there. There was a pensions link, though, because we often hear doctors and pension holders, you know, getting frustrated with the pension and thinking about leaving. And obviously, we can't give you advice on that. But you just said that you wish you'd done it earlier so you could get in the scheme earlier. You mean the NHS pension. And that is coming from someone who knows the scheme inside out. Am I putting words in your mouth there or? No, you're absolutely right. Because as I mentioned, I did sports therapy. So I've got my degree in that. And at the time when I was thinking about what course to do, I was like, do I do physio or sport? I was young, sport, fit men. That's literally where my brain went to. So, but no, looking back, I should have done physio. Then I would have been able to get into the stable pension scheme. It's one of the best around from my opinion. But then I work for that company. So, well, that's how it goes. Yeah, I think also, in my opinion, one of the best around, very hard to beat, comes with its challenges, which we talk about regularly and (laughs) we iron out regularly as well, which is always good. So just one thing that we did on the webinars, given them a flavor of the webinars, is we just we went quite basic and we talked about useful information that NHS can provide pension holders. So I wanted to just break this down into the useful bits. So you are an NHS pension holder. So what kind of information as a pension holder would you advise others to request from the scheme just to make sure that the data is accurate and everything's going well? And how do we request that? 
Okay, so this is sort of a two layer element because there's a couple of areas which are automated and sort of self-serving and then others where you can actually request it as well. So some of the automation process is the pension savings statements or the annual allowance statements, as you may know them. They get sent out to anybody who is within that remit, who is part of that criteria. So they get sent out automatically by post. The other one that I would recommend everybody go and have a look at is your annual benefit statement. So this is your estimate of your pension. Everybody on the call would be able to access it via the gov.uk verify system. Used to be known as Government Gateway, so you may recognise that. But if you go on there, it's just stored on there so that you can access it. And the biggest tip I can give everybody is to download or print it every time you access it because it's replaced every year. We don't store the history on there. In relation to sort of requested information, if you want to just check some things out, we have our dedicated member helpline and our dedicated member email account. And through that, you can request things like if you want to check that everything's in there for you, your membership statement is a good one. And that'll just give you all your history of everything that we have for you in your NHS employments that are pensionable. So they're sort of key areas other things that I'd recommend is we have the Ask Us Knowledge Base, which is literally my brain downloaded into a database. You type in your relevant questions and it brings back all the different questions that will relate to that. So if you put in retirement, I think it comes back with about 30 different questions. It gives you a brief overview, but it also gives you a link to more detail, which is on our website. And again, that can be found on every page of our website. So that's another thing I would totally recommend you do as well. Yeah, there's so much good information there across different domains. And I think those bits of paper that you just talked about are essential to get. So annual benefit statement, sometimes known as the TRS, or am I showing my age there? No, the TRS is right. That's just where if you have electronic staff records self-serve, so you may work in a trust or something like that, you can access it there. And it just adds in extra bits like employer benefits and a bit more personal information. Yeah. And that tip on downloading it every year is really important because as you say, it gets updated every year. And then annual allowance statement for higher earners. And then you also mentioned the membership statement request, which is a summary of what you think our services up until that point. Brilliant. That was so helpful, Bernie. So we put the links in the description below. Any parting words of wisdom? Because those tips are amazing. I know you've got so many tips. We could make literally an hour long podcast about this, but yeah. parting words of wisdom or tips. One tip I would have is for all of your certificates, make sure you get them off the website. So don't store previous years because they do change because the regulations change and things like that. So make sure you go directly to the website to pull off each year. And also there is that dedicated page for information for GPs and non-GP providers that covers everything. There's some really good, useful guides on there as well about helping you decipher what should be pensioned and where to help support you through that. So that's one big area as well that I would totally recommend you guys look at. Brilliant. And I'll put all those links in the show notes below. Well, Bernie, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Really appreciate you coming on. I think it's great that NHS pensions are engaging and constantly improving. There are some pretty big challenges coming up, which maybe we'll talk about another time. But it's great to be working with you. And I'm going to say I look forward to our next pensions meeting with the experts, but it's pretty heavy going, but it is very productive. So I'll see you there. Thanks, Bernie. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much for having me. Like we said, if there's any more subjects you guys want to cover that you want us to attend, just give us a shout and we'll definitely come back. There's loads. I look forward to doing <laughs> another podcast really soon. Take care, Bernie. Take care.